Cheers for the second round. Cheers for the second round. And as always, here's to the messenger. I've been trying to call. I've been on my own for long. Maybe you can show me how to. We've all been connected from the dawn of the radio to the golden age of television, from Silicon Valley to the internet and beyond. A shared photo, a viral video, a thought for the whole world to read in the span of 140 characters. Entertainment has evolved. Mediums have changed, but the one thing that's remained the same, the one constant, the one universal similarity, is us. Oh man, alrighty then. Happy New Year, you motherfuckers, and welcome to 2021. Second rounds is back. The Holy Trinity is here. And you know that my name is Tommy James, a.k.a. Mr. Oh So Smooth, a.k.a. The Smooth. The fact I'm so. And let's jazz up. Let's jazz up real quick. We're going to jazz. We need something good about life. Play the guitar, please. Thank you. Feels good. Get a little Sade in there. All right, of course. And you know, I'm not alone because I said this is the Holy Trinity in the building. So we're going to go to the first person on technically my right is none other than the co-host of JWF podcast. He is the who you got champion. He is also the podcasting, well, one half of the podcasting tag team champions the music man, Mr. Balabe. Oh, yeah. And I still know. And I'm still your who you got champion. And I am one half of the tag team podcast champion. And I am ready for a new year. And I hope you are too. How you doing, Smooth Effect? I'm ready to break it down and talk some shit like we always do on the second rounds. And you know what? Yes, I'm still your Who You Got champion, and I'm ready to defend it wherever, whenever, however, and let's get it going. 2021. I'm ready. Thank you, Mr. Malave. Thank you very much for that. Um, And of course, like I said, this is a holy trinity, which means this is a triangle. You can't have three points with two. You need to add another because I also have with me... The co-host of Growing Up With Movies, the main host of With The Subs. That's right. Put your fingers in the air because it's time. Mr. A-Town Ride. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It is good to be back with the people. And you know, I completely forgot that. Well, one of the things I wanted to come back in this 2021 is the Who You Got Challenge. I need to take that belt back. This guy's had it for way too damn long for my liking. You can try. But I am also excited to talk about one of the last movies of the uh, the year we will will not say. We will never say that year again. But this will be the last exorcism of that year. We will talk about this movie. We will move on and hope that 2021 brings a much better quality of films. 
Odds are it probably won't as much, but hey, <laughs> let's just exercise this demon today. All right, I let's mean, exercise. Definitely exercise. better than this one, then. Oh, we got a lot of, you know what? 2021 is going to bring a lot of movies, and HBO Max brought us this movie and is going to be bringing us so much more in 2021. I'm actually excited for a bunch of them. I know Mortal Kombat comes out in um, April, so sweet uh you know still want a trailer but you know we'll see where that goes <laughs> did you uh, uh reserve your seat on the couch i well i told you yeah i have the coupon i have i pay for hbo max coupon where i get to sit wherever the fuck i want wherever you want even my seat <laughs> <laughs> i got that coupon i don't know i just have it you know i have it in my back pocket. i want the one that's by the fridge like behind like when you sit oh uh, yes couch. yeah i want that right that's 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 better. a good okay. spot right there that is a good spot that is, yeah, that, yeah. That is a really good spot as um, long as as long as no, none of us sit on the side where we have to turn our neck a little like, yeah no you don't want that no we'll yeah. s- s- give that to somebody else because i'm very well like i said we got a lot of great movies but we have to as mr a-town ryan said we have to exercise the demon because right now this house is not clear and we're going to be talking ladies and gentlemen i know you can read but we'll just mention it to you we're going to be talking wonder woman no 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 hold on no no Re- okay. relax relax you didn't let me finish <laughs> wonder woman 1984 uh, no, i know i know okay whatever 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 okay so wonder woman 1984 is the sequel to wonder woman it stars gal gadot chris pine for some reason Kristen wig pedro pascal robin wright shows up in this movie guys um, contractually contractually shows up and of course another handsome man um we'll get into that in a little bit so let's go right off the bat we're going to start what when you first heard we're getting this when you first saw the trailer what did you think and then how did you feel after watching the movie we're going to start mr eight down ryan on this one all right so my initial first my initial reaction when i first saw the trailer i know all right it's taking place 1984 i really thought why mainly because we have seen films seeing her past this point way past like we've seen her in justice league we've seen her in batman v superman even though that gets a eh. like we've seen her her story move on so i was like why are we going to 1984 for all reasons is there something there that we need to know as an audience about her character something important that we need to know so i was never hyped for this film to be honest i really wasn't i was like all right it's coming out the trailer came out i said "Ooh, all right looks a little cool decent not knowing that they literally probably showed us all the action scenes from the whole film. But at the time, I was like, okay, again, still, I was like, look, it's something coming out, coming out on Christmas, HBO Max. I don't have to go to a theater. I don't, I don't have to pay because shout out to you, myself. So turns out, funny enough, I, I could pay for I have the cable, so I automatically had HBO Max anyway. Nice. But I'm going to still use your account because it's already been... It's, it's in there. Everything's it's there. on. It's in there. My sister has it. She was like, "You want the login?" Nah, I'm alright. It's like I was like, "My boy got it." But so I'm, I still use yours that you made for me. Thanks. But I, yeah, I wasn't hyped for this. Again, I didn't see the point. I, I was like, "Why are we doing 1984? What is the point?" Chris Pine is back, but we haven't seen him further down the line, so we knew that wasn't lasting. Mm-hmm. So now, after the movie, everything I thought was correct. Why? Nothing in this film was needed. Nothing in this film helped make Diana who she is, honestly. It didn't we were better off with the Justice League Diana and the Batman v Superman Diana than this Diana that we got from this movie. This movie really served no purpose. Oh, and 
I can't say I was disappointed because my hype wasn't that high, but watching the movie, I was bored. It's worse when I'm home when I had distractions. Yes. <laughs> At least in the movie theater, I could have, I probably would have said much better because that's the thing about movie theaters that because you're there, you have nothing else but to pay attention. So they catch you in all the frills of, oh, I'm in the movies. And that's why a lot of these movies want to be in theaters because they know if you leave these guys at home to watch their shit, they're, a lot of them are going to get exposed. And this got exposed 100% yeah, in my eyes. Shit off. <laughs> yeah. I paused it so many times. Many, many pauses occur, uh, occurred during this movies. And I would say at definitely more than half was not. A, a bathroom break. Mr. Malave, what, what was your first intake when you saw the trailer, when you heard about the movie, and then how did you feel after watching this movie? Okay, so um, I was a big fan of Wonder Woman 1, so of course, getting the sequel, I was, you know, naturally hyped for it, you know. Um, then I saw the trailer, and again, I, I, I much like A-Town, I was like 84. Why is it set in the 80s? Um, you know, if, if you really want to do it, DC, um, Wonder Woman is your bread and butter for the DCEU, right? So it's only right that you launch the next phase of everything with her. Right. But, you know, I get why they did the 80s. It, it's like everyone's doing that now. We saw it with Stranger Things. They they went into the summer of the 80s. Um, you know, we even uh, saw it in American Horror Story with the 80s and the slashers and stuff like that. So it's only natural that they're going to take this decade and they're going to expose it uh, just so they can get all the nostalgia from it. Um, so I was OK with that situation. And then, you know, I saw the trailer. So naturally I saw like, all right, we get a new suit. We get Cheetah. All right, I'm I'm for it. Let's see it. And then I saw it. Um, and just like what we were talking about, there was times there was a bunch of bathroom breaks. I think I nodded off like once. Um, I just felt like there, there was just a, a, a too much talking and not enough uh, substance, not enough action. You know what I mean? I'm all for talking and dialogue in the film if it makes sense to the plot. Um, I feel like there was just a, a lot of talking and a lot of stuff just going on that had nothing really to do with it, that didn't further what we were watching or made sense really um but other than that um the action sequence were just uh, you know okay i feel like it, um the first one there was so so many better action sequences um they made her look more badass there i think the best one the best action sequence in my opinion was probably the beginning where she was just taking names and, and that's it i mean the cheetah fight was pretty good but other than that like it was just lackluster to me um you know and uh even even itsy while she was watching Watching it, she's a big Wonder Woman fan, and even her, she was just like, "Well, the first one was a lot, way better. This one was just okay, you know." Um, and yeah, I mean that—that's initially that's what it is. I know we're gonna get into it a lot more, but that's what I felt. Okay, that's not too bad. Not too bad of way the good way to put it. Um, so for me, here's the thing: like, I went into the original Wonder Woman being like. I don't know what I'm gonna wait. What's what am I gonna see? What what to expect? Because I'm not a big Wonder Woman fan. So I sat down. We all went to go see it together, by the way. Yeah. And I sat down, and when it was done, and walked out, I was like, "Wow, that was great! Like that was so good." Especially you know the DC movies have been shit. You watch mm -hmm. that, and you're like, "Oh, we have something here." So when I heard they were making a sequel, rightfully so, I wasn't surprised they were making a sequel. <clears throat> and it said 84. Okay, I thought the same thing. Well, why 84? I know the 80s have been a big thing nowadays because, you know, 
it's old. <laughs> so they can use it. Back then, if they put you in the 60s and the 70s, you were like, wow, that's a long time ago. Now when they mention the 80s, it's like, wow, that's a long time ago. And it's like, go yeah, fuck it's yourself. It's the same amount of time when we grew up in the 90s thinking yeah. about the 60s. Yeah. It's the same amount of time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you got to think about how and how crazy it is that you can people in in the 90s were watching shows like Little House on the Prairie and MASH and this took place in the mm-hmm. 60s and the 70s Little House even longer if we have to and you're like wow it's a long time ago to the point that TV shows now are like oh and they're in the 80s and you're like oh my god that's so long ago and we have reached the pinnacle of old and this is movies this movie explains it here was the problem when it came with this movie it wasn't just that it was taking place in the 80s because you can do a lot with that there's a lot of jokes you can put out there that people born in the 80s and so on that really enjoyed the 80s could actually laugh at you can enjoy and laugh make a joke the problem is I don't know what the hell was going on half the time. It was it, it was like they wanted me to follow, and I couldn't follow even while I'm watching the movie. Yeah, yeah. And I think Mr. A-Town's correct. I think due to the fact that we're home, we have other distractions. So, you, yes, we can pull, but we also, as fans, we will watch the movie. Me and Mr. A-Town, when we do grow up with movies, we watch the movies. We sit yeah. there, we focus on the movies. We will pause the movie if we have to get something to eat, take a break, maybe make a phone call. We'll pause the movie, but we'll still remember what happened in the movie. The problem was, I would look down from from the TV, look at my phone, just to maybe check something. I'd look back up and I'm like, what the hell just happened? It's been a minute and this whole movie just changed. <laughs> the beginning to the next scene, don't get me wrong. The, the, it's true. It's you know, true. And I think that's what's fun. I ended up falling asleep. This, I watched this movie twice. The second time I fell asleep and I woke up 10 minutes. I I looked at the clock. It was 10 minutes later and I still had no clue where the fuck I was in the movie. And I'm like, I've already seen this movie and I still don't know where I am in this movie because it's that insane. And we're about to get in more detail of why it's that insane. This, the best way I could put this when I was watching it, because here's the other problem I throw out there. It's too long for what this movie is. It's way too long. You stretched out a movie that would have probably been a great 45-minute television show and still not that good. You know, still not that good. But I felt as I was watching it, this is the whole time, the first time at least, because the second time I passed out. So the first time I'm watching and this is all I can keep thinking. (laughs) And you just... And you're looking... And you're kind of looking the other way, and you're like, oh, there's got. Ga- <sighs> it's going to end soon, right? No. Uh, uh, oh, wait, wait, Barbara? No. Oh. no. <laughs> and that's what it made me feel like, and it got Yo. me angry because it's that long. You know why I had to watch this movie twice? And uh, that just shows how crazy this is. The first time I watched it, I watched it. Here's the thing. I miss things because I'm so I was so zoning out. So there's a lot of plot points. I mean, we'll get to that are mentioned later on. That I'm like, how did that happen? Like when Steve shows up, I know we'll get to him. I don't know why he showed up because I didn't see the part where she had this. I didn't even see where they actually mentioned the stone itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the whole thing with the stone. I'm I'm watching and to, it's to the point where when I'm watching a movie, I didn't care enough to go back to find out. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept going. It wasn't until the second part then I see, oh, that's where they mentioned. I don't know when they mentioned the stone. I don't know how the stone became in their possession. I don't know how 
Lord found out, and this is my first viewing. Yeah, I don't know how the hell he knew to make the wish. I don't know how the the, the, thing with the coffee, the yes. thing with the coffee guy. I didn't know because I'm like, all right, whatever. There's so much because that first part is just so boring that I zoned out. Their first conversation between her and Kristen Wiig. I'm zoned out because I'm bored out of my freaking mind. Yeah. The only thing I noticed was that she felt jealous when someone showed, what's her name, a little attention. That's it. But we'll get there. But that, that's why I threw the second watch. And that's why I, the first time I said it was mad. And then I said, when I watched, I was like, oh, no, it's bad. Because I miss a lot of that stuff. And I just didn't care to go back to, yeah. to catch up, which I actually had the ability to do. Yes. I was like, let me just get through it. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't know where you're going to go next, uh, Atow. I mean, smooth. But, uh, yeah, the whole thing with the stone is just very just out there. Well, I did right? tell you we were going to talk about characters. Let's start with the stone. Okay. <laughs> He's okay. a character. The stone is a character. This movie plays a huge factor in this movie. Why? Don't know. It should have been the main character. It was the main character. <laughs> Listen, all right. It should have so, been called uh, Stone. Wishing Stone 84. I have I have oh, no, a couple no. of problems with this stone. All right. The fact of the matter is we have we have Kristen Wiggs who went to school for all of this shit and just yeah. got hired because of this shit at the yeah, school. I didn't know that. And she didn't know that's why she got hired. Was. No, she right? worked there. She was working she there. there. They went to her because she's supposed to be known for like knowing different artifacts and shit. Right, and right, she didn't know what history. it was. Right, and she didn't know what it was, so she did research. So, okay, that's fine. She how did the, the hell <laughs> did Lord know about it? How about you let us know how did he find out about the stone and everything it could do before Gal did and before Kristen Wiig's character, Barbara and fucking uh, Diana? How did he know about that shit? It's not like he's a rich and powerful kind of person that he can have people working for him to research and be like, this is what I want. It's like, it's like what the hell is going on here? Then I don't know where he knows what it is. He comes over and then he just gets it. He just, like, <laughs> first of all, no, no, it looks like he steals it, right? It looks like he steals it, right? But then, it then later on, we found out that she gave it to him. What? What? Then why make it a point to make well, it look we, like he stole it? We know, you know why. I mean? Well, well, not in. We're not talking about Pedro Pascal right now. Okay. We're not talking about okay. Maxwell okay. Lord. I want you to focus the on uh, the stone okay, or the artifact. Back, focus right, on the artifact. The artifact. Remember, it is a okay, key character in this movie. Yes, let's let's go back to the stone now, I, right? I want to just yeah. magically showed up, and and then people are just holding it. You know what I mean? They're just holding it, and we never really know like exactly where where it actually came from. If this was a stone so like so powerful and shit like that, we talking about Diana, who knows all about this mythology and about gods and gods of wars and everything else like that and she doesn't know that there's a stone out there that everyone that that was in major power in the history of the world used it to get what they want come on man this is ridiculous i'm sorry all right go ahead Mr. Yeah, and, uh, oh you, you got my energy today like i don't even know what it, <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous, man. you got my energy but yes this the stone again let's get to the rules of the stone okay all right that of course based off the monkey paw legend we've seen this story that's the thing. The whole stone thing is unoriginal because we've seen this mm -hmm. in a lot of different TV shows. You want to see careful. Wishmaster, the movie? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wishmaster. Yeah. That's what it is. Basically, it's be careful what you wish for. You may get something, but you may you have to give something up in return. All right? That is supposed to be the basic rules of the stone. Problem with this movie is that it continuously breaks its own rules <laughs> for the sake of freaking plot. Yeah. All right? Just let's go on to because a point. Okay. Because I'm bugging. 
Diana never said her wish out loud. Am I wrong? No, no. Oh. She didn't. She didn't. She oh, just wait a minute. No, and, but and does she, though? Wind. You saw the wind. Exactly. And that is the pro- one of the problems with the stone. Everyone oh. made their wish out loud where you actually heard it out loud. Yep. Why is her wish being granted if she never said it out loud? Because she was and holding it. And to the point that even when Pedro becomes the Dreamstone, he needs them to say their wish out loud. Yeah. Or, or, or if they're touching him. Or exactly. Because Barbara did. Yes, and that's what messed me up when Steve showed up. Because I'm like, where the hell did he come from? Because again, remember, I zoned out. Yeah. So I didn't, I really didn't see the part where the wind blew. And Steve shows up out of nowhere. And then later on, it's like, oh, then they mentioned, oh, I made a wish. I'm like, when? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't hear her say that. So that the, throughout the whole movie, you thought that her losing her powers was because of like Kristen Wiggs's wish. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Like a <laughs> transferring over. That's what like, I thought. Trump. That's exactly yeah. what I fucking thought because she said she wanted to be like Diana Prince, and I thought, oh, that makes sense. But it turns out it doesn't. So it can go because fuck it, itself. Because it was but because of Chris Pine. But I will say this. Um, so she knew when she picks up the stone or crystals, because it was like a crystal kind of stone thing, and she's holding it, she's reading what it's saying, that what making a wish. So she knew by making a wish, she's gonna. she didn't know if anything was going to happen, though. She just but, made a wish. You know, like when you kind of take a quarter and you throw it in the well and you kind of make a wish and you don't, you're just like, blah. So she didn't believe it until later when he becomes... When Pedro Pascal becomes the stone, remember it breaks, and then she reads it, and then she goes, "Oh!" But you see, you know why that's not fair? Because that kind of like they jipped the Wonder Woman's character in that sense because everyone audibly made their wish, yeah, knowing what that's going to do. They made their wish. If she, if you should read something that says, "Oh, if you make a wish," it's not her fault that her mind thinks, "Oh, I wish I had Steve." She didn't audibly make that wish, right? So you know what? You know what? It better against like, "Oh, well, you made your wish." Like, no, she didn't. But then it also, when we get to her, like when we talk about Gal- Wonder, the Wonder Woman character, yeah. that's also a bad thing in terms of her character. But in that moment, that wasn't fair because she didn't. Ah, I want Steve back. Yeah, right. And the I mean, asked for coffee. I wish I had another coffee. He got the other coffee. Yeah. Right, right, right. Dr. Barbara said, I wish I was more like you, Diana. That's what happened. These were verbal things said. She shouldn't suffer be- or whatever, you know, because it's something made in her mind that wasn't spoken out. And when the rules of the stone were supposed to be, you're supposed to speak it out. And that's part of the many problems I have with this, especially when it yeah. comes to the stone, that it broke its rules. The, the writers made... It books and the thing about a good movie is that if you're gonna make your rules, you have to stick by your rules. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Many times in other sh- movies that were bad because when they make a rule and then you don't stick to it, then it's like, all right, then nothing matters because you're not you as a writer and as a storyteller, you're not holding to anything. Right. You could be as crazy as you want. There's nothing. Go as crazy as you want, but you have to establish those rules. Yeah. All great shows, all great movies, and good ones are always good because they stick to what the premises that they allow of what the rules of what they were going to do. When a show gets bad, it's because they break that. This that stone broke the rules, and because of that, the entire movie among that was one of the reasons why this movie was just. And, and that's yeah. why I I really stress that. This stone is a character. It plays a factor in how can you ruin a movie, Matt? You had something you'd like to say. Yeah, 
Um, and you know how else you ruin a fucking movie? You see, you keep going with the breaking of their own rule, right? So you have to, you see how throughout the whole time, once pa uh, uh, Pasquale became the stone, right? He had to touch them and then they had to say their wish, right? Oh, how do I touch a bunch of people all at once? <laughs> the airwaves? Oh, fuck that. TV? Fuck what? that. You can't physically touch someone through a TV. It was no, particles. No, it's because the president said it. Yeah. And, uh, but he says, oh, I guess I can touch him. And the president. Right that's after not you, how it works. And fuck you, you movie. Remember that? Fuck you, movie. Oh, that's you was gonna get. I was gonna get into that. Yeah. And he then says, "It's a figure of speech." But ah, nope. Too late. The rules count. No, I'm, no, no. Sorry, like, you said it out in the universe, so it matters. It counts now. You can't take it back. Like, so, so, so the one thing I will, I, I have to say, and Matt, you said it as well. Um, I've always said like a movie always has a fucking a fucking movie. It's a it's a moment in the movie where it just doesn't make sense, and you're just like, nope, fucking movie. This whole movie is a fucking movie because none of it makes any sense. They cannot follow their rules, and that will always cause you problems. Now we know the stone. It's just. It's whatever. It's there. It plays a huge factor because without the stone, we don't have a movie. Without the stone, we do not have two villains. One and a half, I'll give you. One and a half villains. Yeah. None of them have a legitimate reason to be bad. None. No. They have no backstory to the point they're like, I hate people. Kristen Wiig's character, which we'll get into, doesn't have a legitimate reason to be yeah. a dick. Right, right, but as we yeah. always see, the manufacturing reason, which is another problem. Yes, that's the other. That was, that's that another all problem. The fact of her wish, it was yeah. changing her. But, yes, but fuck that. You know, I, I didn't like that. So now, all right, we're done. We're gonna move on from the stone. We're gonna move over to another a fantastic character in this movie. By the way, Mr. Chris Pine is in this movie. Stephen Trevor is back, and um, I want to just talk real quick when it comes to Mr. Trevor. Okay, I like Chris Pine. Okay, I actually think Chris Pine was actually very funny in this movie. He did yeah. a very good job. The only bright spot. He was literally the only bright spot in the movie. But again, he didn't have to be in the movie. And if you were going to put him in the movie, again, brings you back to the, the stone and the wishing. Why the fuck? Me and Mr. A-Town <laughs> were talking about this before we went live. Is And I'm going to say it, uh, Alex, is yeah. that he soul raped that guy bringing us back to soul he raped him and yep. took over his soul first what the fuck who thought of that who sat there and was like so chris pine's gonna come back all right well he's contractually obligated he should be back at least for number two yes but here's the thing only the audience is gonna see chris pine why <laughs> i don't know but it works and as i'm watching it i felt like will farrell because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Why in God's name? D why? Like, she, so she was having sex with another man that wasn't Steve. He could have been without, lying. Without the man's consent. He, he could have been lying. What if he was lying? That's rape right there. Steve. No, she couldn't see Steve. Oh, she couldn't oh, see. see no, you. only no, the audience no, can lying. see Chris Pine. Fuck you, movie. What if he lied? What if he just did some research and he was like, I'm Stephen Trevor. Hi, Diana. Oh, my well, God. No, Steve. He said the last words he said to her. No one else would have known that. That's the only reason why she believed it. Unless he saw the first movie. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> he saw the first movie and he's because, so bad. Go ahead, Mr. Ray. Yeah, yeah. So when, when he shows up, the other guy shows up. I'm looking. I'm like, no. That's my. Like, that's my. Again, a lot of this movie was just. 
no, no. And not in a good way like when we watched um, Mandalorian where it was like, no, that was no with hope. This was no like, get the fuck out of here. And he's looking at her and, he, and it's the other guy. And then they do the camera pan from behind her to show Steve, I rolled my eyes like, this, <laughs> this is what we're doing. And then all of a sudden she sees him when she really doesn't. But because we see him, we're going to accept that it's him when it's like, this is what we do. Again, at the time, I didn't know about the wish thing because, again, she never verbally said it. Yeah. So I'm not understanding. You know what I thought, to be honest? This was my this was my theory, both before seeing this movie, even up to that point. What I thought was when Steve, when in the first one where he flew off. And the thing zapped the plane, the thing. I honestly, and she kept seeing a plane, you know, flying overhead. I really thought it was a time dilation thing that sent him to the future. I really thought, like, something happened with the plane where it wasn't destroyed. Because we've seen this in other movies before. But at this point, you're copying everything from the 80s. Yeah. This was an 80s subplot. This was done, uh, remember The Navigator? Mm-hmm. Remember when he got sent to the... I'm like, oh, cool, they're going to take that plot where, no, he actually got sent to the future to 1984, and that's really Steve, and he just found himself lost for a couple of days. So that's what I'm thinking. I thought he got sent to the future, the plane landed, but he didn't know where he was, so he was just wandering, and it just happened to him. That, that, is my, that was going to be my main theory if he had did a before before seeing this. Then they show the guy, and I'm like, all right, did he go to the future and it didn't happen? Because, again, I still didn't know that this was the wish that was made. So then to see that, no, he became this other guy and this guy, wherever his soul went, just got put away, was so stupid. And I was like, really? Because it's like there's no reason why to do this. You have the wishing stone can do these crazy things that it was doing. Just create a body. Because at the very least, it would look cool when he... It would have looked cool when at toward the end when he goes away, wait, oh, he just disappears. No, you put him in a box. Is the wish stone was that meticulous? Like, well, I can't break the rules of nature, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> no, no, but it could change a human into a fucking cat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but but no, but but creating a no, that's too far. <laughs> I'm just, I can't I'm bring people back. back from the dead now. That's, but even though that's exactly what was done, but I'm just gonna put him in this guy's body, and she's going to have sex with him without his consent because I don't care Patty Jenkins as much as you was trying to get women power you you, you did male rape yeah yes be real it was funny it was flipped oh yeah. it was flipped would have seen mad news publication would have canceled yeah. the shit out of it yeah. right no one's commenting on that part yeah oh it's not no she had sex with another man's body right. without that original person's consent. And even in the end of the movie, when he she's kind of like looking at him like, "Hey," and she's thinking of herself. She's like, "You know what? Like, oh. you, know, you know how messed up that is. Really, <laughs> mentally <laughs> fucking up. frustration right there. I did that where they showed Steve so to try to fool us, but I'm looking like, did she really have sex with this? Yes, she did multiple times. Oh, one time. It was the one morning because yeah, they, right they, I think they did it only once. Yeah, probably. Maybe. They only did it once before back in the back in part one. I feel bad for Steve, man. This man for 70 years, which that's another problem. I know we're gonna get to her character, but really? For yeah, seven it's not it wasn't that serious. But Steve was the only like the the man out of water with the him dressing up. I was dying. I was laughing. Very funny. That was, that was great. Hilarious. And but the whole thing with him where, where he's like his character, because he's the only character in this movie that was talking sense. Mm-hmm. That was like, like, oh no, this is this is messed up. Hey, Diana, 
I don't think I should be here. Like he was kept trying to bring it up. Like, but again, again, I know we're going to get to it, but I'm just going to focus from his point of view. He sees what's going on. It was like he knew that this is all bullshit and this movie is bullshit and I shouldn't be here right now. And because he never at once tried to fight for his life in terms of I want to live in this world. He was just fascinated, like, wow, I'm here. But it was more of, okay, this world is crazy. But he never thought, nothing about him said, I want to I stay here forever. Even with her, when you really think about it. He was just happy to see her in the moment. Yeah, of course. Said, I'm going to live with you forever. Because he knew the craziness that there's no way I can live in this guy's body for a long period. Like, that part, at least you know, hit him. That he knew he was here for a good time. But, ah, I was trying to do the Drake line, but it didn't hit me in enough time. But, you know, he was here for a good time, not a long time. for a good time, not a long time. I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he was the only one, that's why I say he's the only because he was the only one talking any sense throughout the whole film. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. He was almost like the logic of it, but it still wasn't even logic. Even he was kind of like stopping, like, wait a minute. I think he even said, it. he goes, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, and, and I'm just like, exactly, Steve. Exactly, exactly. Steve, listen, I understand why he they, they needed him. Well, they, they didn't need him, but I understand why he was there. And no, how he was there. I didn't understand why he was there. There was no reason. Yes, she was longing for him. She was hoping for him. And like you said, A-Town, how many years? I get it. What You know, I get it. She was... She was I get it. It was our first contact with a man, and like you, everyone remembers their first. She got and, that like, I get it. I get it. But then on top of that, man, like it's just the if you're gonna bring him back again, just bring him back. Just, just <laughs> bring him back. And then how about this? How about uh, for consequences wise? And, and why don't you just be like, all right, well, I'm kind of dying inside. Like you have to renounce my your wish of having me back because this is killing me inside. Like some yeah. shit like that. Or but he no has one, no I'm, penis. Right, that one too is just like well, just I no penis it would work. <laughs> <laughs> Comes back, but Chris I'm, Pine I'm in the flesh, no penis. <laughs> and 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 what made it worse is that guess what? We knew he wasn't staying because why? We've seen the future, yeah. <laughs> right, right? And that's another reason of this movie is like none of this really matters. We knew he wasn't staying. Yeah, yeah. The plot so the, it, was it was like that sense of dread with his character being there that. None of this is gonna last. Like you know, he was he was staying. All the comic reliefs. I think that's what the main reason why the the directors and the writers brought him back in there is just because the comic relief and they for some reason they feel like again she wants to be all woman empowerment and everything else. So why is Gal? Just, why is Diana so weak when when Steve is around? You know what I mean? Message. Why why does she need him? Why is that her wish instead of you know fucking anything else? You know what I mean? Oh, I need this guy. I'm not ready to let you go. Even when she was losing her power, she didn't want to renounce that wish because yeah. she needed him so much. She's yes. Wonder Woman. Message. Yeah. What the hell, she bro? loved herself some Steve. She really it's did. Ridiculous. But you know what else kind of bothered me about Chris Pine? Um, well, not Chris Pine. I like Chris Pine. Uh, Steve Trevor is. So the part when they're in the jet and she turns it <laughs> invisible, by the way. Great. I loved it. I thought it was great. I was like, Happy New Year. And you're getting it's 4th of July. They're blowing up the fireworks and everything. And Steve is just looking around like, wow, this is amazing. And what one thing that bothered me is, dude, you died in a plane explosion. How the fuck are you not freaking out right now? How are you not really? sitting there being like, oh my God, oh my God. I'm, I'm, you were in war, by the way. Besides the fact that you not only blew up in a fucking airplane, you were in World War One. You saw people die. You saw bombs over. You're seeing fireworks and you're not thinking, Diana, can we land? Diana, can we land? No, Diana, can we land? 
Yeah, no, he goes right into it. It's like, and again, there is every movie should have some sort of realism to it. Even if it's a fantasy movie, there should be some bit of realism in something. Again, fuck you movie that doesn't make sense. He should be freaking out the fuck out. The man died that way and he's back, he's alive. PTSD. He's, yeah, he should have some sort of PTSD. They they could have had him maybe grab something like you could see like he's like, you know, or white knuckling really tight yeah like a white knuckle she grabs in like i got you yeah that what i would have been okay with because i would have been like okay at least you're understanding that he's scared right now no he's just like this is great i fucking wow. love it up here <laughs> what bro you you were dead yesterday what do you mean you like it up here <laughs> fuck you movie Fuck you, movie. But I will say thank you, Chris Pine, for being in this movie because you made me laugh a couple of times. He yes, thought a trash. Yes, he wondered where a trash can was. He thought it was art. It is art. Yeah. Um, so let's all right. Let's bounce away from Mr. Pine, um, and let's talk. Let's talk some Kristen Wiig. Big fan of Kristen Wiig. I am. No, I'm not. Um, and we're gonna. Well, I know Mr. Malave is. So we're gonna stop Mr. Malave. Kristen Wiig. She plays Barbara. She was somewhat of a cheetah. Let's. Tell me what you think. What did you think of her character? What did you think of her portrayal? Her portrayal was a big deal when she got this role. What did you think? Yes. Um, so I have, I, 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 this is my problem here. Like, I like Kristen Wiggs. Um, uh, I feel like she should have got more burn in this movie. Um, I feel like Cheetah's such a big character that even like the tension between her and Diana should have, uh, they, they should have built it up a little bit more, but instead they went more towards, uh, uh, Pedro Pasquale's character and um, you know even so you could have had it as a stepping point like we don't know what they're doing with part three and if Cheetah's gonna come back because as you know I, I mean in my opinion she didn't renounce her wish and on top of it first of all again going back to this fucking wish thing like how does she have two wishes let's just be on how, how does she have two wishes oh well you that, that that was the movie breaking its rule yeah. plus Pedro Pascal says it yeah, he he say I'm gonna I'll, I'm feeling generous. Yeah, I'm feeling generous. generous. What would you like retarded. to do? That's retarded. But still, in all, we I'm glad that it happened because we got to see the CGI, which meh, you know, whatever. Uh, I feel like Thundercats are loose. Yes, no. Uh, seven more years. <laughs> oh seven God, more years yes. for a movie. Yes, you are right. But other than that, like, um, you know, I, I had no problem with her, you know, because Kristen Wiggs always has that goofiness to her, and then that kind of like awkward thing. And but she's also they got points of her where she was actually smart and then when you saw the little them teaming up in a way when she was like i need you to do this you know what i mean um she you saw how smart she could be you know what i mean um so and all in all like they started something but they just kind of just left it there they didn't even they didn't even build more upon it and then even that fight sequence itself it, it was it just me or diana was just dominating that whole entire fight every time cheetah came at her like, Diana was just like, nope, you move away. It was almost like she had that little red, like, scarf, and it was a bowl. And she was just like, oh, you missed me. Oh, you missed me. <laughs> and it's just like, ah. And then guess what? She just puts her in the water and electrocutes her, but she didn't die. Like, I just, what? Yeah, she <laughs> did not like, die. Barbara, don't make me do this. Don't make me do this. And I was like, oh, she's going to electrocute. She she's going to electrocute her. And then, but then, but then, on top of that, Diana stood in there too. I'm not the smartest man in the world. She's Wonder Woman. She is Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, but, but she's still. Wonder Woman. She literally gets and, hit by trucks and walks away. So we, yeah, we, she we, is a god. So we do have like, to get well, away from whatever, her being electrocuted. She was swinging on a lightning bolt. Exactly. Whatever. She's but okay. Not, <laughs> but 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 not Cheetah. 
I don't care how mutated you are. I mean, come on. She didn't die. And then they, it was all, oh, she's unconscious. No, she wasn't. She was just chilling, laying down, tired. <laughs> like, you get me? Like, I, I liked Kristen Wiggs. I liked the casting. I liked, I, I, I liked her being Cheetah. I just wanted more of it. Yeah. I just really wanted more of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, oh, she joined she joined Pedro and then like they that was like her his bodyguard and shit. And she didn't do a good job at it. She didn't really good do a good fucking job at it. Other than that, I really I hope since she never renounced her wish. I she, hope she did. No, she did. She did not. She did. She, yes, she did. Showed her doing it. She renounced it. That's why it went back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. the problem. She renounced she her wish. I thought I thought it was because since he was feeling generous and then he renounced his nah, wish, nah, that every other wish that he granted stopped it. So then that regular wish every, of her being like Diana. Everyone had to renounce their wish you, just for him. To, you, for him. You, you, he you see what I mean? You see what I mean with this movie? The Dreamstone. That was his. Everyone had to renounce their wish. No, no. Which we'll get, we'll get to yeah, that. we'll get to Pedro. We're going to get to Pedro. We're not up to Pedro yet. Which is, again, it's almost like, what the fuck? This is another reason why we're all just so fucking confused now. Because that nothing's all clear cut in this movie. You know what I mean? She's just lying there. She's still kind of angry. But, like, what is she? Is she still, like, wh what's going to happen the next day? You know what I mean? Like, what, what's really happening? Is Good she question. still having a grudge against Diana? She knows she's Wonder Woman now. Like, what, what's really going to happen here, guys? Like, Nothing. you don't really. We've seen the future. <laughs> I know, which, mm -hmm. is, which, which pisses me the hell off. Yeah. It pisses me the hell off. And another thing with the future is you're trying to tell me Bruce Wayne or Lex, or Lex fucking Lex Luthor doesn't know what happened in 84. Like, Come on, this well, is I a worldwide event. Okay, wait, wait. Right. I, thi well, I, I think right. that, you gotta that, say that Bruce was probably preteen. No, 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 no. Oh, it no. doesn't matter, though. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you yeah. gotta remember. I, I think team. that leaves a He's a rich as shit. And you're trying to tell me no one in the history books is going to be like, oh, wait, you want to know what happened in D.C.? Come on, man. I think, no I think you're right. I think you're right on that point because I think that does play a big factor is if you do a timepiece sort of movie, you need to make sure that whenever there's a future movie coming out, it remembers what happened. That's a big fucking deal, what happened, of okay? The, the, literally, Russia and America, all the countries had nukes and were going to freaking bomb each other. You're telling me the whole nobody world actually remembers almost happened. That? Nobody remembers any of that. But well, all right. With that, again, I'm mad because I want to talk about Chris and Wade, but... You're making yeah. me defend this we, movie. We, got, we do got to talk about Kristen Wiig, but go ahead. I'm going to go. But for that part, they did what they usually do. They basically said the government hit it, covered it up. They remember. They, of course, well, we know it's bullshit, but that was the explanation of. And they always say, well, you know, back in the 80s, it was a lot of cover ups. And we've seen now there was a lot of shit that happened back then. Yeah. That comes out now where we're looking like, oh, yeah, I was really on some shit. I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be what that's when they did the news. That was supposed to be an allegory to that. But now I want to talk Kristen Wiig. <laughs> go on. All right. So. When she was in this class, I was like, "All right, that's interesting." The reason why I didn't judge because we've heard, we've we've experienced where off the like strange casting can surprise us. So with this, I had I was like, "Let me." I don't want to cast any judgments. I had no judgments going in. Then I saw the trailer. I saw what they were doing. I was like, "Okay, this could work." Now going into the movie. Now before we go in, we got to say the original screenwriters for the first Wonder Woman did not write this movie. Nope. Patty Jenkins and her writing partner did. I forgot right. who the guy was. They wrote this movie. That leads to what I'm saying. The problem with Kristen Wiig's character, to be honest, wasn't Kristen Wiig. It was the writing. Mm -hmm. Because believe it or not, she was doing a good job. Right. I was looking at her. I'm like, I, I see the awkwardness. I see what she wanted to be. Like, she was playing that off very well. Even later, when she got a little more serious, 
I was see. I was like, she's pulling this shit off. Yes. Because get where she's coming from, where she's trying to portray. The problem comes with the writing of her reason and how she became cheetah in the first place. Mm-hmm. Bullshit on the wish thing because that's your remember cheetah. All right, you got Batman, Joker, Superman, Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, Cheetah. Yep. Thank you. You do not deserve one of the considered the top three in terms of what a villain villain to superhero relationship is. You do not resort it to a, a weenie little sidekick. I don't care what you that's how they wrote it as a weenie mm-hmm. little sidekick. But so I'm gonna save what you thought it should be for you, because you remember you told me of how you thought her origin should have been. Oh yeah, no, go go right ahead. I'm gonna say I'm gonna let you explain that, but the, I'm gonna just adjust what the movie did in terms of making her. She was jealous. She she didn't get the attention of men. Which again, Patty Jenkins, you're trying to make a female empowerment film, and this is the you use the laziest reasoning ever. First of all, like when she's walking the street and all the different dudes are, hey girl, hey sweetheart, and I'm like, really. Every single dude, really. And but and then it's like, well, that's what she wanted. And I'm like, she couldn't walk in heels. And then as she became more like Diana, now she could walk in heels. And now she's, I'm like, this is how, we, first of all, I'm like, where's Cheetah coming from? Then I was, oh, she's going to have her pop. Again, still not knowing until we get to that part where it's like, because. I want to be so, an apex predator. To, to, to ask Tom, because I called him right after. I'm watching it when she's giving that explanation of wanting to be above all. Word for word, before she said those words, I said that shit. Yeah, because I knew where we. It's so obvious, and she's like, "I want to be above all," and I'm like, "Well, she's gonna become a cheater." And I'm listening to this speech. I literally went, "An apex predator, an apex predator." I'm like, "Oh, come, this is this is how you did it." Mm-hmm. The writing was so bad that I'm going to be. I'm gonna say it. They ruined. Kristen Wiig's performance, and because of the way they wrote Kristen Wiig, Kristen Wiig won't get a, get props for a, the good performance she did. Because the scene in the White House, oh, she was flipping ass. Yes. So that that part alone was amazing. That was the cheetah we needed the whole fucking movie. Problem is though, it's offset by Wonder Woman not having her full power. Therefore, it made her look better than she was because Wonder Woman wasn't. What she was, I know we'll get to her because I know we're gonna save for last. But we we got we we got that moment stolen because we didn't really get to see Kristen Wiig like serve up like really face on until yeah. toward the end, which again, yeah. Man. But it was like Kristen Wiig was doing such a good job. Yeah, she's like, all right, what she gave up was all the things that made her nice, her her charm, her funniness. She had all of those things, yeah. so it was like, why does she need the sooner or later she would meet a guy that's gonna love that things about her. And she would, and they would appreciate her humor and her dorky. Because guess what? She she didn't look kind of. She looked good. I mean, she did. Yeah. When she started, like, with the dresses and all the heels, I was like, oh, okay, Kristen Wiig's looking all cute. Diana, to do that, you could have, that was going to, you could just do that yourself. Yeah. You could have, yeah, I mean, come on, man. You, she's all that. Just take the glasses off, bro. Come on. Classic 80s, 90s thing. Jesus. Glasses off. I'm wow. beautiful. Oh my God, you're gorgeous. Movie, <laughs> because I I take offense to that. Because I always get to do you look different. I'm like fuck you. <laughs> what good is this if I can't fucking see? The same shit where she's talking to all the guys in the thing, and she's like, "Oh my God, I never knew I didn't need my glasses." Why? Because she kept pausing. Fuck, fuck that movie and fuck Spider Man for that bullshit. That's <laughs> all you see. Now fuck you. I wish I can't see you guys right now. Fuck that. <laughs> it was, like, it was the, because they, they fixed his eyesight, okay? Yeah. 
fuck that, whatever. But the things that she wanted to attain by making the wish, she could have done that without that and still kept a part of herself. Because she was charming. That's why I was like, okay, I like that. I like this person. But then she became an asshole. Yeah. She kicked the shit out of the witch. That guy deserved it. Absolutely. But then again, but then again, you wrote that guy to be like that when it was just one person. All men right. are not thing. But you use that to but every man was looking at I'm like, no, because even so, if you make it by hand, every dude is not checking for Diana like that. All right, if Gal the girl walked in, I would look, but I'm not hey Gal, what you doing? <laughs> and then they kinda did it half the time and they kinda didn't, like with Gail with, with Diana. There you go. So even that was inconsistent. So it was yeah. They, and up until when she became Cheetah and that fight, that was Thundercats are go. It just, it was just like, it was just to plug in Cheetah to say they do it. But the, I hated that they tied Cheetah to the, the stone. And that's the main thing. Like, cause now we don't get to see, again, well, we knew she wasn't going to last the long, because that could explain why she maybe lived longer than most, the average person. Cause she developed like given the way Barbara, that character is really supposed to get her powers. There's a reason why she sticks around and be as a thorn in Wonder Woman's side for a long time. Yeah. She's supposed to be a badass, an uncompromising motherfucker. Kristen Wiig could have pulled that off if they didn't write her. So one note, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I you know, I, I, and I'll, I'll go now. Um, now I'm not a big fan of Kristen Wiig. I've thrown it out there. Okay, she's kind of on my level when it comes to Melissa McCartney. Um, she's better than her. I'll say that much. Um, but here's the thing: when she got casted originally, I was like, oh god, they casted her as Cheetah. This is going to be a disaster. Then I was I I, I caught a couple of um, clips that she was doing her own stunts. And I said, okay, Kristen Wiig, you got my attention now. Because I didn't think she's a comedian. She's not going to be doing fucking running up on walls and shit. Nope, that was her doing that. So sweet. I saw the trailer and I said, oh, this might actually be pretty damn good. This might work. And I agree with Mr. Raytown. I thought she was awesome in this movie. Yeah, man. I thought she did a great job. Now, here's the thing. She has that same trope. As the Riddler did when they yeah. did the Batman movie, where it's like geeky, nerdy, doofy Cat fucking Woman person. Too. Catwoman, Cat yes, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. Batman Return yeah. one, yeah. Same way. It's just a big doof. Uh, she does the the normal thing. What do they do when they walk in? I got a bunch of papers. I'm walking with my <laughs> And I drop my fucking papers. And then, of course, nobody wants to help her. Like, first off, fuck you to the people she works with. There's no way anybody's that mean where they just all just pass on her. Like, yeah. she didn't look like a freaking scrub or like a piece of shit. She doesn't look like she treats people or nasty. Yeah, like bitch. she was perfectly fine. <laughs> she was very sweet. She was a sweetheart in the movie. And I understand why she makes the wish. I understand why she wants that sort of, you know. I want to be like Diana. Okay, she doesn't know that Diana's Wonder Woman at that point, so when she starts getting all these powers, it's like, what? This is crazy. When she turns into the, like, badass self, that, I was cool with that. I was like, look at Kristen Wiig doing shit right now. Because, I again, I'm, I mentioned it. I'm not a big fan, but when I watched her do that, I was like, look at her. Not only does she look good, which is weird, she's doing a good job. She's acting very well. She's not doofy Kristen. She's badass Kristen Wiig. Then we get into the whole cheetah nonsense, and the problems just go away from there. It's just big fucking <laughs> issues all over the place. Now, again, look, I'm not a big Wonder Woman fan. I've said that in the beginning of the episode. But I do know a little bit of history when it comes to fucking villains. 
And I looked up how Kristen, or how Barbara becomes Cheetah. They could have stuck to the, I was talking to Mr. Aton after the movie. I watched yeah. it. They could have stuck to that script because it would have made sense. It would have worked and she would have been able to stay Cheetah. We didn't get five minutes of freaking somewhat of a Cheetah, Thundercats <laughs> Cheetah running around. Yeah. Honestly, perfect way they would have did it. Instead of the stupid wishing stone, get rid of that thing. Get Go away, you stupid, damn stupid freaking stone. She is an artifact person. She works in a fucking museum. She knows all about these artifacts. So you're telling me she couldn't open up one of those crates and it had the cheetah freaking god thing that, that she finds when she goes on a freaking hunt in the jungle? Mm-hmm. It would have been right there. Oh, and she knows what it is. She knows not to mess with it, but then she wants to be like Diana. So she goes ahead and she Bang. breaks it exactly. open. Exactly. Just and I'm gonna I'll throw it back. Just the way how Suicide Squad kind of did it, where that like the smoke comes in and it goes yeah. into you. That would have made sense because you would have been like, oh, she's now she's fucked because now she has that cheetah in her. But she doesn't realize it at first. It's as the days continue. That's when you see uh-huh. how she shows the strength when she opens up the fridge yeah. and the whole thing breaks. You could have still kept that. So easy. That. You would have kept all that. You could have kept every. Oh, you could have kept all of that. You could have kept her going to the White House, staying the same way. She didn't have to turn into Cheetah right away. No. It's no. it's a it's a slow progression. But she could have maybe looked into the mirror, maybe saw the Cheetah. You know. She doesn't like. She doesn't have to. He- and I don't want like where she hears things like the gods or whatever are talking to her. No, 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 no. But she can start maybe. Maybe the fang starts popping out. Maybe she bites her lip. Oh, why am I? Ble-? You know, and she tastes it. You could play that so well, and you, you dropped the fucking ball with Wonder Woman's arch nemesis. You morons! How could you do that? Like, that's like have you drug- have you guys you've seen the anime you've seen DC uh, DC um, I've seen DC Just League, Just League Unlimited yeah yeah, yeah. Dark, do you see dark. the ass she kicks on in those shows because she, she fucks people up she, she fucks Batman up she fucks Superman up but she fucks people up yes. Cheetah gets busy. Yeah, <laughs> Cheetah's no joke, and I feel that was the biggest problem in this. Is I maybe because they had Kristen Wiig, they were like, we could kind of make her kind of jokey, and it's like, no, Wig did a good job until you turned her into Cheetah. I hated that whole point of her just being like, I want to be an apex predator. First <laughs> off, first off, you asshole. If we're gonna go based on how these wishes work, because remember, you're not sticking to your own script. She never said I want to be a cheetah. She right. just said she wants to be an apex predator. So why did was she a cheetah? Why because she was wearing cheetah freaking sort of clothes? <laughs> Go fuck yourself, movie. Fuck yourself, movie. There's plenty of apex predators. She could have been a tiger. She could have been a lion. She could she could have been anything. Why was she a cheetah? There was she didn't have well she had a, a cheetah in her office, but there was no like she never ever specified that she would she loved cheetahs. There was never like that whole thing, but that's a mistake because you know what? If they would have stuck to that whole script with the the cheetah artifact, she could have literally been like, "Well, I'm I'm a big fan of cheetahs. I love I love their fur yeah, and in this some shit. dorky way. Like, well, I like cheetahs, and like she like cats. Yeah, that's yeah. so easy. Yeah, you could have made a cat lady. Yes, yeah. come on, easily. You could have honestly d- took Corella Deville and turned her into the way that cheetah is, where she's just obsessed over cats. She's obsessed, yeah. but she loves the cheetah skin, or and she loves the, the and fur. That whole little ambulance of the cheetah design. could have been like her first find, and she has it in a thing, and, and she kept it. As it. Diana. Yeah. And her were in dinner. She was like, "Well, this is mine. This was my first like find, and this and this and this is dear to me. I feel like it's part of me. Like, boom, so, boom. 
And you know what that is? That's called good writing. Yeah, that's called good writing. Dude, they could have put a cheetah on a cheetah skin on her cell phone and I would have believed it. I would have been like, well, at least we know she likes cheetahs. The only time I saw her wear a cheetah skin was when she shows up in the White House. But she's a, she looked horrible, by the way. Absolute. The CGI was oh, the CGI terrible. Was, uh, so was bad. bad. She looked so hey, what bad. What did they spend all the money on? Like, come on. The, the fucking gold fucking shit Wonder Woman was wearing. That's what they spent it on because it looked like <laughs> shit. She looked horrible. I didn't like, and I agree with Mr. Malave. The fact that she got electrocuted. If you throw yeah. a cat in the water, first off, they can't swim. Most of no, them no. cannot swim. If, yep. if you, and she couldn't swim. She couldn't swim when she got thrown in the water. That's why she was going to get fucked up easily. And then she gets electrocuted. And then the, when she renounces it, first, you're dead. How'd you renounce your wish? And <laughs> number two, why? Why did you take that from us? Why did you take the opportunity to see Wonder Woman versus Cheetah for real this time? You right. gave us a three-minute fight, maybe. What a waste of a a great character in the comics and the animated show uh, movies. Yes. What a fucking waste. And I'm sorry, I, I Kristen Wiig did a great job, and she doesn't deserve to be hated on no. for the way she no. was. They they wrote her role because she did a good job. But oof, gets me angry because I don't even like Kristen Wiig, and I'm backing her up right now. Yo, I that's how, yo. It was again so much misopportunity. This movie is a, just a movie of just well, why. Yeah, why? But if you're gonna do it, you could have did it right by doing it this way. And Cheetah was the again because now she's gone. I don't care what you say, she is gone. She, well, her, her character still Barbara's still alive. At, she's what sixty years old. What do you mean? Yeah, she's still, she would still be alive unless, if she's mad old. Unless, unless Wonder Woman three is another timepiece in the nineties. No, 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 no. no. She Wonder, the fucking stone. They said no, no, it's no, gonna no. be they, present. They already said that they're gonna they're gonna be present. Day, but the only way they'll probably save it is that it's old Kristen Wig. She never let it go. She actually finds the cheetah thing. It makes her young again. Right. Makes her cheetah. And That's I will say, fix. fuck <laughs> you, movie. I will say, fuck you, movie. Because then in that case, you should have never did it in eighty four. You should have did it in present time and just let it be Kristen Wig and let Kristen Wig take that shit to the. To to the top they're gonna make dc is gonna they're gonna dc's always fixing the, what the shit they've done as of right and it's what's that's what another thing about this movie before we get to the final two characters is that you're supposed to be in a rebuilding stage yeah all right you, you're you're hitting with wonder woman you're hitting with aquaman yeah you you had you had the momentum people are hyped for your other movies what what is this this is now a step back into your shit days yep this was supposed to continue the momentum as someone at the studio should have been like, you want to do it where? No, that's not what we're doing. No, we're not doing that now. Don't you see how good they like the other ones? Let's continue that. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Well, like, this up, is now a step back. You see a little Aquaman cameo. A little Flash yeah, cameo. Cause, do something. Because you know Flashpoint is coming. They didn't even let like lay seeds to that or something. Right. The problem with... I, I know I'm going over, but it's like... This movie caused you to step back now. All the goodwill you built up Sort of, it's gonna, it's not gonna, it's not gone, but it hurts. Yeah. And now, and now, I know you're gonna go to Maxwell Lord next. Yes. Let's I just want to say first off, right this movie should have been called Maxwell Lord featuring Wonder Woman. Correct. I, I agree 100%. And let's talk about Mr. Maxwell Lord. Let's talk about Mr. Pedro Pascal. He's the Mandalorian. We know it. We saw his helmet off, and we got excited when we did. He was in Game of Thrones, but I don't watch that, so I don't know who he played. But I know he was in it. So I'm going to go to Mr. A-Town Ryan. He's such a huge Pedro Pascal fan. He watched that movie on Netflix that Lava Girl was in. I know he watched it. We could be heroes. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I, didn't. I knew Mr. A-Town watched that because I, I got his account. 
Oh, did I watch it? Bullshit. You're the only one with a child when old enough that would watch that. And he nice watched it four times, and I saw Pedro Pascal. I said, Pedro Pascal's in this movie? Chuck, put that on me. What an asshole. But let's hear about Pedro Pascal, Mr. Maxwell Lord, Mr. A-Town. Go on. Now, as you as you're right, um, he's from. He first played Man from Dawn on Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones hurt, so I honestly forget his name. But he had easily one of one of the best characters to ever grace the show. Had one of the coolest death scenes ever. Yeah, to put her. That that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then he ended up on Narcos and killed it for oh. two seasons. Mwah, amazing. Then uh, he was on something else. Of course, then he ended up on The Mandalorian. Kills, killing it as we speak. What hurts me with him in this movie is that this was fresh, fresh off that beautiful ending of The Mandalorian. So I had all that goodwill in me, and I put a lot of it into this character, into this portrayal. But I, okay, in terms of now breaking down, he did, he did, he acted. He, <laughs> he did his job. <laughs> that's not the best way I can say it. He acted. Did the hell out of this movie, all right? And again, it's going down to the writing and the direction because everything he did, I know one hundred percent was what was asked of him. He was he he's that yo play it over the top, play it like an eighties megalomaniac millionaire that maybe we have heard of. Which that reference, I see it, but then again, we've seen it in plenty of movies before and in plenty of stories. The only thing. Why- the only no, I'm talking about real life. But the only difference is that we got to see it in real life. Normally, stories like that tend to stay in fiction and in movies. We just happen to live it for the last four years, so we actually got to see what it looked like. So when people say, "Oh, well, you see the reference," I'm like, "Is it though?" Because again, like you said, Gordon Gecko was that. He was just a successful version of what he this of what Maxwell Lord was to become. And first of all, by the way, the whole Max, that is not what Maxwell Lord is in the comics. Just get that out the way. That's not Maxwell Lord. No. I don't know what this guy was. They, again, they wanted to go with the classic 80s thing. Like, he's a failing investor. He has oil fields. His character just came on, like, just out of nowhere. Like, everyone knew who he, like, the commercial was supposed to be our introduction. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. So that's what bored me right off the bat is that, I don't get why is everyone everyone knows who he is. Do the thing. It's good, but it can be better. And I'm like, uh, I don't, is that supposed to be funny, cool, funny, charming? I don't, I don't see it. But, and of course, as uh, Malavi went away, he's like, how does he know about the dream stone? And how like, he's like the only thing like with his son, like, which I knew exactly where they were going with because they had to humanize him just a bit. But like the whole thing of, I wish to become the dream stone. And he wants to like the, the thing of the break again, the rules of the dream so it's just so stupid where it's like i'll give you your wish but i'll take this instead that he can choose what he takes and then so things was just happening like that whole this whole storyline was again he acted the hell out of it it was just so badly written <laughs> it was just yeah. i you could tell like he did with what he was given he just did the best he could out of it i didn't have a lot to say about him because it was just it really was one note when you really yeah. think about it. I, I, do, I do have to agree. Mr. Malave, what did you think about Pedro Pascal Maxwell Lord? All right. Well, Maxwell Lord, like at first, again, I mentioned it earlier. Um, how the hell does he know so much about this stone that no one knows about? But the the professional people don't know about, right? I feel like you know. Again, Aitan, you said it. Like Pedro Pascual did an amazing job acting in this movie. Like I I just said it before too. He's probably the best actor in this film. 
Um, and 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 again, it was just what he was given. This is the script, and this is what you're supposed to do. But a lot of it, it was very confusing. I felt like even he was confused on what he was trying to be. You know what I mean? Like he wanted to be rich and famous. He wasn't rich and famous yet. You know what I mean? Like it was different if he was a rich and powerful man. And like I said, he had all these people doing research and this and that and this about the stone and where it was going to be, how it was going to do. How does it work? Even when he got <laughs> the stone, finally, it was like one wish to end all wishes. And it's just like he became the stone. And it's just like, how did you know to do that? How did you know the stone does that? You know what I mean? Like it, it was so many plot holes in this whole thing with Maxwell Lord that's just pissed me the hell off you know what i mean and then at the end out of nowhere he just has to change a heart because of his son you know what i mean like it still doesn't make any sense he was powerful he was rich he did everything and because he sees he didn't even see the destruction he just heard he just heard diana speaking a nice little monologue and then out of nowhere he's like oh i, I love my son i love him. <laughs> like, you know what you're right i don't want to be rich and powerful anymore i'm stupid i'm stupid i'm stupid like it just doesn't make any sense it, and none of this makes sense as far as Maxwell Lord's character and his reasoning to to be to cause all this chaos. You know what I mean? And then on top of that, they you're supposed to be like, oh, he's a clever person. No, no. Every single thing that he did was kind of hurting him. Every time he made a wish and kept making wishes for people, it was hurting him. You know what I mean? And then he was like, oh, wait, no, that's OK. I can just take people's health and get better. You know what I mean? He's like, OK, cool. <laughs> what? Huh? And then with the and then how stupid was he when he met with the president and then he was just like wait a minute I could touch everyone and he's like well no 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 that's how <laughs> I do it I need access to it you can't be that stupid like how are you gonna make a supervillain that stupid and then cause so much chaos it just doesn't make sense to me it didn't make sense to me and that's why I fucking I hated it I hated it I hated the arc I hated all of that. The buildup for him being so evil was retarded. Because at first you're like, all right, he's an egomaniac. He's a per TV personality. And then you see, oh, shit, he's in trouble. So we know how it is when people are desperate and they their backs are against the wall. They do outrageous things, right? But after he gets what he wanted, he just, what, what happens? Oh, your ego gets the best of you. You want more? And then, uh, Well, she uh, tells how? him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tells just him. like. I just it was just so much bullshit. Like I that's yeah. the most that's the the best way I could put it. There's so much bullshit that was written for Max Lord's character. I'm sorry for Pedro Oof. Pascal because we're shitting on the character. I'm not shitting on his acting ability because he could turn it on and turn it off. There were parts where you like, oh you evil son of a bitch. And I don't even think he was evil though. I don't no, think he was No, nah, I don't think he was evil either. He was just greedy. Yeah, it was greedy. Was, that's actually yeah, the perfect greedy. word for him. Greedy. Yeah, yeah, basically greedy. And another thing. Like, I get how Wonder Woman got from different points in the world really quickly. How the hell did he get to points of the world really quickly? Uh, chopper, no chopper. I don't give a fuck. You don't go to the desert and then go head all the way back to the White House in a matter of a fucking couple of, like, a day. Like, I'm sorry, you don't do shit like that. And I know you're supposed to be like, oh, wait, no, there's just a movie. It could cut. It was probably a couple days. No, 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 no. Again, fuck you, movie. Fuck you, Max Lord, and all your other bullshit. You can't just have crazy access to nukes and shit like that where you're wishing and it's just so much bullshit why do you write so much bullshit for a character that way like again, it's just retarded 
You got great casting. Kristen Wiig's great casting, even though you didn't like it at first. She convinced you that she could do a good job, right? Then you 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 got Pedro Pascal, who was a fucking man in The Mandalorian, the man in Game of Thrones, which I haven't seen, but I've seen those clips. You know what I mean? And, and then you just... You drop the ball. You're just like, here's this great cast, and here's this piece of shit script. Enjoy. Yeah. That, that, that's the most about Max Lord. That's the I only mean, thing I can say now, because it's just going back to the movie and how yeah. flawed it is. Well, I mean, the one thing, here's the thing when it came with Mr. Pedro Pascal. I like Pedro Pascal. I think he's a very good actor. Um, and I think they wasted Pedro Pascal in this movie. I think they wasted him big time. And it's not just the fact that he played Maxwell Lord, because Maxwell Lord is a pretty big deal in the comic books. He's a, he's a motherfucker, you know? He's um, up there. He's one of the top. He's one of the top guys. Very intelligent, too, which they did not really stress in that intelligence because he had none. Um, he was just like Mr. A. Down said, greed. He was all greedy. Everything was about greed. I want more, I want more, I want more. We've seen villains like that. They never, ever prosper. You always fail. And here's the thing. Pedro Pascal's character in Maxwell Lord, I, I, that's why I say they wasted Pedro Pascal, because you could have had anybody do that. It's mm-hmm. not like yes. Pedro Pascal was like, wow, he was great. No, I feel you could have put any, you could have put Robert Downey Jr. in that role and he would have been the same person doing the yep. same thing, acting the same way. And that's why I hated it because I was like, you really are wasting a great talent here. I, again, even in the Kristen Wiig moment, I'm not a fan of her. I know the girl has talent, but it's like you're wasting shit right now. You're wasting somebody. And Pedro Pascal was a complete waste. His his motive met, met, met no sense, made no sense. no sense. He, How did you get all that information? Go fuck yourself. Again, go fuck yourself movie. I know that he was technically, he's a con man. He was able yeah. to, he was a very good talker, which sure, that's great. But you need to at least have an explanation of why. And the second they showed his kid, I was like, and this is how they're going to humanize him. Yes. So we're supposed uh-huh. to feel bad for him now. No, dude, you were killing people. You're not a good guy. I don't care if that's a, your son. And his son, another again, again, fuck you movie. Because his son said out loud, daddy, I need you here now. And his dad never showed up until he had to renounce, renounce his wish. So yes. that didn't stick to the story again. He was looking at the camera he said daddy i need you here now when he was in the building technically they all made their wishes and it happened so where was maxwell lord when he said that he shows up at the end because he feels bad now now he feels bad i like to know what happened to him next actually is he dead is he in jail because i'm pretty sure he should be locked up in prison and never see his son again how would you explain what he did though what There's no mean? explanation. That's that's the point. He that's was that, on TV. But that see that's the point because because again that's where I go with the whole government cover up. Why they think it? Think about it. Legally, they have nothing on him because there's no way you can. Everything that was given to him was given to him. You can't say a dreamstone that grants wishes gave him his powers. From a legal standpoint, no one is going to take that seriously, especially if you're trying to cover up everything that happened. So technically, they had nothing to have him on. I say fuck you, movie. Yeah, fuck that. Well, that's that's and, the and honestly, though. we do have no, proof. No, no. We Did have Wonder Woman eighty four. Plug the shit in. Turn it on on HBO. Let's watch it and see what he did. Look what he that, did. That, on top of that, what about what about probable cause? I don't care if you had a dream. All right, yeah, the dreamstone made me do it. Can't no, I can't. It. 
you no, cause mass can't. hysteria. People How? get locked up for people causing mass hysteria. No, you can't. People choose what they do. He no. On national TV. Uh, he, didn't tell anybody. He, tell, he did not. He said, what do you want? I will give it to you. He never told anybody to go kill somebody. And you think this is how a lot of these motherfuckers get away with what they do. With, do. The leader of the free world can get away with what they do because he never specifically says to do certain things. Yeah. You can say what you want. It's people at the end they're going to make their stupid choices. Yeah, they're going to. It's obvious what you're saying, but unless you say those words out of your mouth, and that's the that's the thing of the movie is that he never physically said do that to those or do this or do that. He never told them give me your thing. He's like I'm gonna take it. They could have just said go fuck yourself. And to, and the reason of why they gave it them they can't explain. That's no, right. it's it's like he has the he has a certain power over them in that sense. Once exactly. they once they give the wish that he you know he holds the hand and he's like, tell me your wish. The second because he does it happens with the president. He yeah. t- he t- he tells him whatever the wish, and then well, I think it was the more nukes or some shit like that. And he goes, okay, you can have it. And now all of these guys here are going to work for me. And the president goes, okay, it's that a certain power over him. I just got a oh, Mr. Oh, so smooth moment. Oh, that that's the Trump relation. Yeah, I just got uh, yeah. Yeah. it. Just yeah. yeah. See, we're causing light bulbs yeah. to get. It, it's what it, it, <laughs> I'm telling you. It's thing. look, Pedro Pascal again, very very good actor, but again, his role could have been played by anybody else. Anybody, it could yeah. have been a male. It could have been a female. It could have been, been an unknown actor. Unknown it been a known actor doesn't matter didn't work for me Pedro pascal i am a fan of you but sorry dude you weren't that great in this movie because again you didn't stand out like you should have um now let's finish it off we're gonna wrap it around to the final character to talk about the person whose name is in this movie and i'm talking about wonder woman Yay! yay! hold on hold on i said wonder woman 1984 thank you all right let's talk wonder woman mr malave we're gonna start with you well, I just want to say before he starts, she is both the best and worst part of this movie. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to Mr. A-Town after this. We get to see her on screen, and every time we see Gail Gadot, it's almost like, hi, beautiful. I kept trying to look up those pants. I was Me like, too. You like, creeps. Bunch of creeps. Every time I was just like, please, skirt, just jump up. A booty every time she jumped, I'm like, the skirt's supposed to go up, too. <laughs> Uh, the, like everyone t- uh, listening the to the second rounds New York City edition right now, we do not condemn what Mr. Malave and Mr. A. Dan Ryan is saying. We love women no matter what shape, size, or skirt they're wearing. But no, I agree. I wish there would have been a booty pop. Yeah, yeah. Continue, I mean, Mr. Malave. You're on. No, I mean, uh, listen to me. Uh, she did a great job at Wonder Woman, uh, the first Wonder Woman. Um, and, and she she is Wonder Woman. Let's just say it right down. Like, she did, like, right up and down, she's Wonder Woman. Uh, everyone else, like, you, you can't have, like, recast her. It won't be the same. You know what I mean? But in this movie, I just wish we had her as Wonder Woman more. She was more Diana than Wonder Woman. And it's almost like, that's fine. I could take some Diana, but you know what? You started off with her and that nice little Olympic run and stuff as a child. Well, that wasn't her. That was a girl. No, no, I know that, but I'm talking about like the Wonder Woman character. And then they're showing her the growth and everything and the theme of it. And it's almost like this is when you're supposed to come into your own. You got little sightings of Wonder Woman here and there, saving little crimes here and there. And it's almost like, okay, 
can we see more of that? We need to see more of her as Wonder Woman. More her as Diana was just her more, trying to cover up who she really is most of the time. You know what I mean? Like the the reason why Wonder Woman one works so much is because she was Wonder Woman trying to pretend to be Diana. You get me? And that's that's all she knew. Now it's almost like she's Diana trying to pretend not to be Wonder Woman. And it's just like, why why are you doing this? Like, you get me? If you really want to save those people, if you really want to do that, that means you're accepting who you really are. Who you really are is Wonder Woman, right? So give us more of that. No, we want to give her more of the Diana working at the Smithsonian. Diana with regular dresses and walking around in, in all the 80s fashion. Like, no, we don't need that. We don't need that. She didn't want to dress up like that back in part one. She wanted to get what's wrong with this attire. Well, you're going to stand out. Now she's like, all right, well, I know how it is. But do some kind of Superman shit where you like every time something happens, boom, you get her fucking you get the last like the, t- like the classic TV show where she spins around. And yes. <laughs> but you know what? If you're going to do everything else, you're going to have the invisible ship. You're going to have the, the lasso swinging and everything else. Why not give us a nice little quick wardrobe change? All right. We deserve that. Right. If you're going to give us more Diana and shove it down our throats, then give us the more wardrobe changes to her as Wonder Woman. You know, but other than that, she again, it's a it's a product of the retarded ass whack ass script and not the product of the actor and actress herself. All right. She still kicked the the hell out of that role when she was Wonder Woman. And Diana, I mean, hey, she's just the awkward girl that we saw her in fucking Fast and Furious. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? So other than that, Gail Gadot, she still did an amazing job as Wonder Woman. I mean, again, product of the script. All right, Mr. A-Town. All right, all right. Let me just uh, stretch a little. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, like I said, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, Diana Prince, was both the best and worst part of this movie. Why? Because, again, her name is on the title. Therefore, she has to carry it. Therefore, this is 70 years from the first movie. Normally in sequels, what happens? The character is supposed to advance become different the lessons learned in the first movie is supposed to carry over to the next they're supposed to be a stronger character here's the thing with diana diana was pretty much a strong character in wonder woman so all we had to all you had to do was just keep that going Mm -hmm. instead you allow her character to take a huge leap back that opening scene first of all was unnecessary when you really think about it Mm -hmm. again that's why i said robin white and connie nielsen they were both there for contractual obligations only and mind you that was one of the best parts of the movie and Mm -hmm. that shows how bad the rest of this movie was because apparently i think warner brothers didn't even want that part in the movie they wanted to cut it yeah they wanted to cut that i was like if you had did that and went straight in this movie would have been way worse the fact because again remember this is supposed to be similar it has to bring that gravitas it's one woman it's powerful that scene of, of all the great Amazon Amazonians was like amazing. I'm like, yeah, you see, she was really about that life. Even when she, even she was little, yes, she cheated a little. Yeah. And that's the lesson that was that she's supposed to carry. So again, if she's taught that lesson, why is she making the same mistakes? Even though she's lived hundreds of years from since even that point. So there's no reason for her to be making those mistakes. But 70 years after the first movie, where she was already a strong woman, like Ms. Malavi said, where she was just Diana, Wonder Woman trying to be Diana. That should have continued because guess what? We've seen the future. And in the future, we've seen she's mastered that. And I don't yeah, care yeah. if it's 1984. Don't use that as an excuse to say, oh, she didn't learn that. Bullshit. Because she was already that beforehand. What happened in this small period of time where she forgot everything that she was, that still Steve. pining over a Steve for seven years? Okay, she loved him. That's cool. But a lot of decisions in this movie could have been avoided 
if she knew the, that not was just the strong woman said, oh, wow, you're the reason why I'm losing my powers. Okay, I guess I'm going to have to renounce you. I love you, but this morning... What, she did not want to give up the wish until Steve convinced her to. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Everything she was going through, she was not... She was not giving up the powers for nothing. Talking about women empowerment, she's really to give up all Yo, her power, power all and let she is and for, for a man. Come really, on. the number one lesson that's taught against Amazonians, every other medium with Wonder Woman, yeah, she falls in love, yeah, she think like the Injustice League, she's this thing after that, but she never let that compromise her character. And that's what this movie did. Where it was doing that. It was compromising who she was. The fact that um, uh, what is it? I missed it. Wait, hold up, hold up. Yeah, the fact that she again, she was weak, and uh, that's the other thing I didn't like that they weakened her. Like throughout the, whole, I'm like, mm-hmm. really, this is what you're doing? Mind you, she's doing all this crazy stuff anyway. But yet she's you're still weak and wait. Oh no, she caught a bullet to the shoulder, so now she has to. Buy. They only did that to make it the the action sequences. They could try to make it more feasible. No, how about you write up to the character instead of writing down the characters to make your action sequences work? Because that's basically what they did. Yes, she's Wonder Woman. She's powerful. Figure it the hell out. You know why? Because there was no villain that could take on who she was. So they had to bring her down to the level of the rest of the movie. And that's that's what I said. That's what pissed me off. That's why they took away all that character development because they needed to really dumb down Diana to to match their dumb script. <laughs> She because the God of War in part one, exactly. And the, the only part that I thought was going to show promise is when she they were talking about the Junes and she figured out, oh, I know what this is, which took you way too long yeah. to figure it out. And she's like, oh, she knows, she knew the God that did it. She did. I thought they were going to introduce that God. She could have called was, him. Not even called him, or he would have just shown up. Like, how would have been so cool if he showed up and was like, hi, did you see what I did to Lord? Hey, can, can, can I can I say this? Body. Can I say this? Uh, wouldn't it be dope if, like, as Mr. Aton just said it, like, he would just randomly show up, like, she figures it out, and then, like, the the it, it pans, and it all of a sudden, it's Sterling K. Brown! <laughs> and you're like, I believe it! <laughs> like, like something where, because, so that you could give her an adversary for her to, to her, who she's supposed to be, live up to. They dumbed her down, and that's what pissed me off. And now the whole thing with... With her, with um, Barbara, like the little friendship, she was showing like things of jealousy when Barbara started getting attention. She did. If you notice, she was starting to feel like, oh, I don't like it, and, and like, like, like how did like, and, and of course, the man rape. I don't care what you say, that she had sex with that man. She did. Without, at, at the very least, she should have had that much sense. Like, no, I'm not gonna have sex with you. You're not Steve. What? All of a sudden, she sees Steve, and all her senses go out the window. Great job, Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins wrote should not have written this movie because she wrote it how she wanted it to look. Because it, it looked great, she looked great. It looked, the beginning her like her fighting in the mall, mm-hmm. little cheesy, little they compared to like Richard Donner, but whatever. Scampy, but again, swinging around like like Spider Man instead of just you could just jump. You don't need to swing. You're strong enough, powerful. Enough, you could just jump. Even to the point, the only good part with her that I was really like, okay, that's when is when after she. Renounce the wish after being forced to, and she does the falling with style moment. I was like, okay, it went on too long. Oh my god, went on way too long. I get, we get, okay, we get it. But then she still pulled out the lasso, so I had to pull herself. Then I'm like, so is she flying? What what's happening? I like either she's flying. <laughs> she did or the she, whole Superman thing she, with the flying so, too. Like she, she's flying or she's falling with style. Pick one. That again was so confusing. Even the the allusion to the armor. 
of where the armor just came out of nowhere, where you know they just put the armor there just so they could have that final scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, I went and found the armor and uh, for Asteria, which that part we'll get to it when we close out because that was like, oh, that was a good part. But it was just, ah, it was like they the bad, again, as with all the other characters in this movie, bad writing hurt her a little because we've seen her with even worse writing and yet she was doing better. Justice League. Yeah. Even though I can't wait to see the Snyder Cut to see what was originally and three hour Snyder Cut. That's the whole just just you're gonna need that as a palate cleanser for this movie. I never thought even Justice League and Batman v Superman is a palate cleanser for Wonder Woman 1984. That is scary. Yeah, I mean, I gotta tell you, when it comes to Gal Gadot, she was absolutely amazing in general because she is beautiful. I love looking at her. Um, but I have to agree. I think she is the best and worst part of this movie. I think the fact that we don't see enough Wonder Woman is a huge problem. Um, <sighs> she, she can kick some ass. And that's one thing that bothers me when I watch this movie is because I don't see that much ass kicking. I know they had to remove that uh, Wonder Woman strength and all that stuff from her, which, again, I thought was fucking stupid because you couldn't find two villains. Like, if that was the case, bring Ares back. Just bring the fucking guy back. I would have been perfectly fine with him coming back. And Pedro Pascal could have been Ares because Ares can jump <laughs> ship to ship. He doesn't matter. It would have been perfectly fine with that. It was Maxwell Lord. Nope, it's Ares. Oh, perfectly okay with that. Sterling K. Brown could have showed up and I would have been happy with it. But that's the whole point when I watch it because it's like she is so good at playing Wonder Woman, but then she's so bad at playing Wonder Woman because she's not playing Wonder Woman in this movie. She's playing Diana Prince. That's who she's playing. She's not playing Wonder Woman. And I wanted more Wonder Woman. They focus on her so much that it gets boring. You bored me with her. Where yeah. I didn't even want to see her. Any. I, I wanted more Kristen Wiig. Give me I more did. wig. I did. I was like, you yes, know? cheetah. Can I have some more wig here? And, and, you know, and then we talk about that stupid eagle golden outfit thing, which they made it like it was the most powerful thing that ever were. And Cheetah ripped right through the shit out of that shit. <laughs> cheetah was breaking that shit like it was made out of freaking... Aluminum. Aluminum or, or, or sheet metal. I don't even know what the fuck it was. But it was that simple. It was that easy. And it bothered me when I watched that because you just, again, you wasted Pedro Pascal. You wasted Kristen Wiig. And you wasted Wonder Woman herself, the character in Gal Gadot herself. How could you do that in a Wonder Woman movie? Big mistakes happened in this movie we know that we've said it already this whole movie is a big mistake but i will say there was one part that made me go ooh yay that was it one part made me go ooh yay is the after credit scene we yes. had a, yes. we got the chance we saw linda carter so we saw the original wonder woman, wonder woman. and i was like oh yay you know surgery done or good is it no i don't think all right botox though you could definitely she botox. definitely got some Botox probably done. I mean, she makes a lot of money, and she's literally Wonder Woman. Yes. So she can do whatever she wants. Still cheesy. It's like, I've been doing this for a long time. I'm like... I'll, I let, get I'll, it. I'll allow it. I'll allow no, it. I accept <laughs> it. I accepted it. This debacle, yes. I yeah. accept it too because you because you you hear her say that and you go, "Hi, movie. <laughs> you've already <laughs> you've already been cheesy and corny and stupid. I'll take your stupid line." But it was nice to see uh, Linda Carter show up at there. And who knows, maybe in Wonder Woman 3, maybe she'll show up again. I don't know. They made it like the character meant something. Pff, whatever. I mean, she'll probably, they'll probably. They no, might meet. Knows. 
They shouldn't that's, technically that's meet. You don't even know if it means anything. That's what I mean. Nothing in this movie carries over. No. You, this movie will be forgotten because there's nothing we go like, oh, I can't wait to see that. Everything right now is up in the air of what can happen next. But guess because we've seen from this point that nothing carried over. Yeah. No, absolutely. The Where one was thing her Amazonian sister. No, I, I want to see Sword and Shield, the great powerful. Yes, sword. I want to know where they're over. Right. I want to know where her social security card is. I'm really interested in seeing her birth certificate because I don't know how she's working in a museum without a social security or a birth certificate, you know, because she never ages, by the way. She never freaking ages. So no one ever questions and be like, hey, Diana, I know you're like 85, but you look 27. And it's just one of those things. Justice League movie, like, or, or like she's still working in the Smithsonian. Well, no, didn't they in Batman v Superman? They kind of explain why how she's been like off the radar for so long. I'm pretty sure. I think in Batman v Superman they did explain how like she's never been caught. They did. I will give them that. They did back then. But nobody. She works in a museum. How could you not catch her? That's another thing. That's another thing. With she pays taxes. Right, right. With everything (laughs) in like Lex Luthor and everything, he knew about Aquaman. He knew about the Flash. He knew about Cyborg and all these other motherfuckers. Because it wasn't until Batman hacked his whole system that that he he found out about everybody. Are you trying to tell me he didn't know about this fucking cover up in '84? Come on. Well, okay. Well, Come which on, Lex Luthor is it? Is it Senior or is it Jesse Eisenberg? Because Jesse Eisenberg, is, he's a little kid, then, all right? He's yeah, he was technically kid. a kid. He's coming back too. Yes, he is coming back. I'm talking about now in the future. Like, they, they draw. There's so many questions in this movie that really make you make the movie itself too drop the ball. Again, I one more question. I, you have a okay question. Go ahead. One more question. What the hell happened to the stone? It's gone. It's gone. Oh, it's just it's gonna go away. He renounces his wish, and the stone should just appear again. No, it's just gonna disappear. It's just over. It's done. No, it's gone. That's it. That's the end of the story. The movie has to end. Yeah, they gotta end somehow. This is the only way we could end. Linda Carter. There you go. Everyone's happy. Two hours and change. What would you want? Clearly, it makes no effect to the future of the DC. It's an (laughs) absolute. It's it's a mess. This movie was one hundred percent a mess, and. yeah, that's going to be it for our review on this movie. We're not going to talk any more about it because there's no reason to. We spoke everything. We talked to all the characters. We got into detail. We even mentioned Linda Carter and made us happy. But that's the only way. That's the best way to finish it. Sorry. But um, before we go ahead and we move on, we end it all and we say goodbye and all that great stuff. I just want to let every people know out there that... This is being brought to you and produced by Second Rounds Entertainment, where, as Mr. Balave and Mr. E-Town Ryan knows, this round of entertainment is always, is always on us. Yeah, I like how you guys tried us, to do it. <laughs> you guys tried to do it I know, at the same time. Yeah, I know. I, I tried to match him, but he was delayed, so I was like, yeah. I, 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 I was wondering if you were going to go first, if we were going to do it together. <laughs> nah, that was cute. You guys did that in a really uh, a great way. Um, but, yeah, so everybody out there, if you haven't watched uh, Wonder Woman 84, Oh, it's on HBO Max. You can go to the movie theater if they're open by you, and um, <laughs> you know, you know, enjoy yourself. Okay, enjoy yourself. Um, don't get COVID. So don't get COVID. Um, so that's gonna end it all. Um, and we'll go around the horn, say our goodbyes. So we'll start with uh, Mr. Malave. All right, all right. Well, I had fun. Um, just I, I guess just 
just releasing the demons that is Wonder Woman 84 um, because I really had to talk about it. I really had to just ask those questions and I really had to just say what the fuck to all of you guys and I hope after you've seen this movie you can put us on and just be like I agree really it makes see I thought the same thing because you know what we were all thinking it I hope part three because there is going to be a part three I hope part three is a, a hell of a lot better and it's just you know this movie just falls in the abyss that is the whack ass DCEU. Um, but until then, and until our next movie review, I am Mr. Malave, aka Matthew Malave, aka the Who You Got Champion, aka the Music Man. Yeah, yeah. And vibe out with me to the next time, baby. All right, Mr. A-Town Ryan. Oh, man. I'm so happy that I can leave. Oh, yeah, you keep talking. It's fine. All right. <laughs> I'm so happy that I can leave this movie back in the year that we shall never mention again. Because guess what? The way this movie ended, there's no reason for us to take it with us. This, is a, this will be the last time I ever mention this. Let's see what happens with part three. But there's nothing to take from this as the previous year has shown anyway. So it was like a, it was like a, a message. Where it was just a whole lot of why is this happening? What's going on? Is this necessary? And do we want to remember it? No, 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 and no. I look forward to whatever we cover this year. There's there's a lot. Oh, there'll be a lot. There's a lot coming down the pipeline, and I'm excited for all of this, for all of it. DC, step your shit up because y'all had it. Y'all y'all still have it. There's a lot of stuff being announced. That Batman thing. I got com- I got worries and comments about that. So now we have two different universes going on at the same time of Batman. Eh, whatever. But hopefully they're both good, but not like this. And once again, peace up. A-Town out. All right. My name is Tommy James. A.K. Mr. Who's so smooth. A.K. The smooth. The victim's out. And I can jazz with you for hours and hours. And that's the best way to put it. But it's funny. This is actually our 199th round. I was going to mention that. Whoa. Yes. That. Yeah, this it. is technically episode 199. That means the next episode. It took a while. took a while to get there. The next episode is episode 200. Wow. Yeah, what a long journey it's been to get to 200. yippity doo da. Jen's dancing in the background. So are the kids. Yeah, I'm yelling. They're yelling. They're excited. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Mr. Malave, the reigning who you got champion. Oh, yes. Mr. A-Town mentioned before, I want another who you got champ challenge. We, we haven't done those in so long. Well, episode 200 is coming up, isn't it? Oh, So... Don't as the person that has started this show, as the person that technically runs this shit, I am officially saying the next episode, episode 200, round 200, will be Mr. Malave, the Who You Got champion, putting his title on the line against Mr. A-Town Ryan ah. in a movies edition. Who Let's You go. Got challenge. But there's more, gentlemen. There's more. I will not be involved in this. It's just you two. Oh, I was about to say. I was nope. about to say. <laughs> it's just you two because like you guys. One? Is it a triple threat? No, no. You'll be doing the three stages of smooth. 
Oh, and you're thinking, okay, what the okay. fuck could that mean? Well, there's going to be three stages. This is how it's going to work. The first stage, there's going to be trivia on the movie that wins in your conference. That's right. I will be hosting that. You will be doing trivia. You need to win to get the point. Then you will do what we did last time. You will debate your movie, and I will be that guy to determine which one of your debates is better. It's not going to be what I think movie is better. I'm going to go based on your actual debate. So know what you're talking about. And if for some reason we end up in a tie, we will go to the fans and let them vote online. We will allow that if there is a tie. This, right, I have a lot of questions. Oh, there's more. I'm not finished. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> because to determine the movie year, you're going to be spinning the wheel of smooth. That's right. There's a big ass wheel. And once a movie is chosen, this is something that you guys forgot last time, but once a movie is chosen, all movies from that franchise are eliminated. Eight okay. movies have to be chosen in the following years. Keep in mind, all movies except superhero movies are up for grabs. So, no, sorry, Matt, you cannot pick Wonder Woman 1984. Damn it! Here is how it's going to go. These are the movies you can choose from, the years. You can choose from the 60s. You can choose from the 70s, you can choose from the 80s, you can choose from the 90s, and you can choose from the 2000s, and also the 2010s. So everything is up for grabs. Okay. It will all be depending on whatever year you land on. Okay. Now, when it comes to the bracket, I will be deciding what movies move on. So make sure you pick good movies and hopefully that I like those movies. I will be deciding your brackets. Alien. Uh, because <laughs> no, because no, we'd have to hit the year to that's get it. right you got to hit the year to get it that's yeah. the only reason why i'm doing it that way um and i'm gonna be fair i am the movie guy baby so i'm gonna be fair with it and I, of course i'll let you guys talk about it and i'll just decide which movie i think is better but i will give a legitimate reason why also i've already eliminated three franchises you cannot choose any star wars movies you yeah. cannot choose any Lord of the Ring movies, and you uh, can't bitch. choose any Harry Potter movies. Mm. Those are the three franchises that are completely eliminated. Everything else is up for grabs. Okay. We will okay. obviously discuss this more to get more detail and how everything's going to go, but that's what's going to happen. Episode 200 will be Mr. Malave versus Mr. A-Town Ryan. Let's go. For the title, movie edition, and I am your referee. I'll wear my referee shirt again. The rematch for the ages. I'm a yes. fighting champion, and I ain't scared. Let's go, A-Town. The return of the Who You Got Challenge. Well, you know I've said this a million times. I haven't been able to brag about this because I did lose on, my go on the cusp of achieving what I call ultimate glory. For if I beat you, Mr. Balave, do you know what that makes me? The five-star Who You Got Champion. Five times! Because I'm still the one that has won the most. Yeah. But I'm almost there. And if this is what it takes for me to reach that pinnacle, oh, bring it the fuck on. A quest before. It, it can't be any sweeter than this. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Because, yes, we love the fans. And, and if, if it reaches the tiebreaker, it does go to them. But it's about skills, sir. That's right. 
This you time is different. When it comes to skill, this time it's different. That's why I added those three stages. The first stage being trivia. So even though you're just picking movies, maybe you're picking movies that I might like, but you better sure you fucking know that movie because if you don't, you're gonna lose. And then the second time, <laughs> the second time is a debate. Mr. Malave, we know you've been in a debate before. Yes. And you've won that debate, but you shouldn't yes. have won that debate because you didn't debate better than Vic. So due to that fact, this debate will be, I will tell you who wins based on the debate itself not my this own personal be, view this is going to be live right this has to be live this will be live we'll do it live yeah, we'll yeah. set it all up and everything will be ready to go but yes that's what's going to happen now on our next episode episode 200 and you guys and all the fans out there will get so much more detail as we continue on from there but again thank you guys so much for tuning in this was sadly wonder woman in 1984 and we'll see you next time This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship.